And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Seipch. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. Welcome. You can find me at Dynasty Madman. Oh my god. It's a good thing we have Levelator to, to fix everything afterwards. <laughs> and Shane Manila. Hey, Shane. How you doing? <laughs> good, Shane. It was just funny the way Jeremy said, welcome. Like, it like blew up the whole board. So. I didn't need to creep up on the microphone. Sorry. <laughs> no, you know what it is? You're just so excited. We're like, what, less than 48 hours away till kickoff of NFL. Dude, this is the longest, feels like the longest offseason ever. I don't know why. I, we, I think you mentioned it even months ago, Mike, but it's just gotten worse. It seems like the longest offseason ever. I don't, I can't explain it, but it does. I mean, it seems like the season should have been going for weeks and weeks by now. Wow. Last year felt worse to me only because I didn't know if we were going to survive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Good point. Yeah. So a lot of my planning for football felt like, well, I mean, I'm probably going to be eating out of a tin can in three weeks when the grid fails. Oh, my God. But I do need to hit waivers just in case. <laughs> just in case. When the grid fails. It's so funny, though. For me, it seems kind of shorter because, like, it all snuck up on me so quickly. I was not ready for it. I had so much stuff work-wise and traveling with my brother and everything. I was just like, oh, my God. So even with all our HQ listener leagues, I, I didn't even set all the schedules and all that stuff till what, yesterday or the day before? Hey. Lazy bastard. Oh, yeah, lazy. <laughs> exactly, so that's lazy. what it is. But it's just so amazing that football's here. And like I said, yeah. traveling, I'm going to be in Lexington, Kentucky, I guess. So I'll be watching kickoff at the hotel bar, I guess, on Thursday night. Not bad. No, Not bad. It, it'll be fun. Um, but, you know, we do have some last-minute news that happened today uh, leading, into, le- leading into the NFL season. Plus, it goes along with the topic that we were going to talk about later on today. So before we get to that news though shane tell everybody about our sponsor for the news the news is brought to you by underdogfantasy.com you use promo code trades hq um you better hurry um i'm not saying why but you still get 25 dollars free um i don't know how much longer that's gonna last though um so go on the underdogfantasy.com trades hq got an email from them today actually letting us know kind of the uh the, the lay of the land uh, for what's going on. Their best ball mania two is 95% filled. Oh, wow. So, really? Yeah. Um, the puppy three, 80.5% filled. And the big dog is um, 79% filled. So what you want to do is go sign up for uh, uh, underdog fantasy. Use promo code trades HQ. Um, and then hurry up and get in that best ball mania with that free 25 bucks they're giving you. Awesome. Awesome. So with the news Love stuff, that. it's it's funny. The, most of the news thing here, it all revolves around running backs today. Uh, a, a couple different things I mean, happen. What an offseason for running backs, huh? Yeah, I mean, I good Lord, we, we still haven't really gotten Saquon Barkley back. I mean, there's just so much, so many guys coming back, so many new injuries. It's, I mean, it's not, it's barren out there too. Like you try to get somebody off of waivers and somebody's already had them for two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Or like Shane, you could trade uh, trade the person away for a second round pick. But we'll get to that trade after we talk what? about the news. Look at Shane dancing. Shane, why don't we talk about that first? It involves Latavius Murray. Yeah, no, no. Oh, I enjoy <laughs> dancing. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a good dancer. No, I'm not. It's more of like interpretive art type. Of thing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want you to explain your dance. I wanted to explain why you're well, dancing. We'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, so <laughs> let, let's get to to why we're even talking about that. So Latavius. Murray 
was released by the Saints um, because they asked him to take a cut in pay, and he was like, no, thank no. you. <laughs> so they went ahead and released him, um, making Tony Jones the running back two on the Saints. Crazy. Um, most most positions or most teams, you'd be like, ah, well, what's that? Well, see, Lat Mary in the last two years that he's been with New Orleans has over a hundred and about 175 touches per year. Exactly. Um, so that's even if you know Kamara doesn't get injured, which you know uh, he does. He, he, I don't. I hope he won't. But so Jones is a really interesting player. Um, I think he was undrafted last year. Yes. Yeah, he was undrafted. He was on their practice squad most of the season. Um, went to Notre Dame. Not a big receiver, but neither was Lat Mary. But you don't really need him to be. Just get him some dump-offs. But he'll definitely be used. And then, obviously, if Kamara goes down, well, holy shit. Uh, Lat Mary scored, let's see, just looking at the splits from Dynasty League football. In two games without, uh, what's that guy's name? Kamara. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Kamara still. Yeah. He averaged, uh, this looks wrong, 34.4 fantasy points. I like how you say it looks wrong. You know, look, uh, we we make those jokes during the season how uh, Kamara's my BFF because I took that picture with him that one time, so I post it all the time. But in the leagues where I have Kamara, I have Latavius Murray. And there were weeks oh, when I would yeah. actually put both of them in my starting lineup. So you're right. Mm-hmm. There, both valuable, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of uh, value there as that position. It is funny, though, with Tony Jones. It's like when you go to the waiver wires, he was available in so many places. Um but I know I see you shaking your head, Shane, because I know you actually made it a trade in one league where you did have him, right? We'll <laughs> That's get, why you we'll were get dancing. To that. We'll get to that. Oh, Don't so how Mike. many times am I going to tease it, and then you're going <laughs> to now you're going to blow it off? <laughs> yeah, you got to tell us. And Mike, um, I think you tweeted out that picture of you with Kamara, like literally every time he scored a touchdown. I last did. Year. I did. Um, so I that did. one game, you sent it out like 17 times. I literally yeah. did. Every time he scored, I would send out that picture. <laughs> well, there were a couple of weeks where I was on the road, so I wasn't watching. But yes, every time I was watching football, if he scored, I, I tweeted that picture. It was fun. I actually, I liked it. Jones, though, man, that guy between the tackles, I think he's going to get some love because they don't want to kill Kamara. Just like Shane said, hey, he doesn't get injured. You don't want to bang that guy between the tackles. <laughs> he's so good at everything he does. <laughs> I mean, you got to give the guy a break sometimes, and I th- I see that being when Tony Jones, sweet Tony Jones, up the middle. Yeah, I'm sweet sorry, I, I laughed when you said what you said, and Shane's <laughs> eyeballs almost popped out of his head. <laughs> I mean, that's what? yeah. You look at Lat, Lat Murray, so he's had exactly 146 rushing attempts both the years he was there, um, and then receptions he had he had 26, excuse me, he had 23 receptions last year, 34 the year before that. But I think Kamara missed some time in 2019, if I don't. Uh, yeah, remember correctly, or incorrectly. Um, so yeah, I mean, and this is a guy literally was completely available on waiver wires up until what a week ago, yeah. two weeks, well, maybe week two weeks ago at this point. And um, if I could get Dynasty Planet to work for me here, I could tell you how many leagues I have him in. But I do know I have him in one less league. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're finally gonna tell the trade. I did finally, make yeah. the trade uh, between myself and Jacob Clink. Uh-huh. Clink um, in HQ2. Uh-huh. Um, this is a team that's building for uh, a year other than this one for me. Um, for, I us, gave up. for us. Yeah, for us. In HQ2, that's, that's us. It's still yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, HQ2 is us. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> we're only two seasons removed from a championship, right, Shane? I know, but he goes, uh, it's still one season removed. I don't know if we won the title. I think we lost in the championship. Oh. I could be wrong. Um, or we won. I don't really remember. Flags fly forever, except I can't remember two years. Um, you don't remember if they're still flying. All right, so you did this trade. What did you do? So I gave up Tony Jones, and I got us a 2022 second-round pick. <laughs> and that's why you were just dancing around when we mentioned it at the opening of the show. I mean, that's the dream, right? That's the dream. You get a player off the waiver wire yeah. and then flip them for a second. Like, I don't know if anything gets better than that. Maybe winning a title. Maybe, but I couldn't even remember that. But I'll remember this Tony <laughs> yeah, Jones trade. Oh, my God. I don't know that you celebrate anything more than making a sweet trade like that. Yeah, I guess, I'll yeah, remember this Tony. I'll, yeah, I'll talk to this my kids about this Tony Jones trade probably <laughs> on my deathbed. Like, guys. Like, you know, you're going to hear a lot of things about me now that I'm gone, but. I never won a championship, but damn it. Remember when I traded Tony Jones for a second? Oh, exactly. And then your kids can say, what about, hey, uh, Mike, what was that one waiver wire pickup he did? Oh, yeah, (laughs) Josh Adams. Every show, man. (laughs) Well, the the thing that'll be great is you'll be dead long before me. So That is totally correct. Unless they're going to go to unless. After my deathbed, or while I'm on my deathbed, they decide to take a stroll to your uh, your gravesite, and <laughs> it's going to be on the gravesite. It's going to yeah. be written on my tombstone, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, it is funny. I did see Josh Adams. You know what? First of all, let me just say one thing. We always joked around about that. The main reason we joked around about it was because Shane picked him up um, off of waivers. But that exact same day, they 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 cut him or they put him on the taxi squad or whatever it was. So he spent all that money. So. The one thing I think is funny is didn't he get cut and then he went to a taxi squad and then didn't they bring him up this week? So he's actually on the Jets roster right now. So you cut him in all those leagues. Yeah, he's uh oh, he's back. Man. Yes, he's Jets, back. They've signed him yet again. <laughs> um because I believe Michael P. Ryan and Michael Carter um, were a little banged up, are a little banged up. Uh-huh. So it's not guaranteed that they're going to go this week. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I always think it's fun to pick it up. But you know what? So speaking of the Latavius Murray thing and the Tony Jones thing, there was another news report with running backs where Le'Veon Bell <laughs> got, when we talk about taxi squads and practice squads, yeah, that's not like, a name you want to see. No. And, he's, and, and like you joked around about all these running backs, I still have Todd Gurley sitting on his couch waiting to get signed. But, um, you know, we've talked about it for years on the show to get the second string, the third string, the fourth string running backs on your taxi squads and all that stuff. Cause you never know when, when you're going to get them, whether it's week 12, 13, whatever. It seems like right now we're getting them week week one you know (laughs) so let me say this right um if we're looking at who the rb3s are right Uh so for new orleans you've got dwayne washington um and then that's it according to espn but they also still do have ty ty montgomery there who is a converted running back it was a running back well first he was a wide receiver then he converted running back and then he converted back to wide receiver. But yeah. if they need in a pinch, they can switch back to <laughs> wide receiver, I'm sure. So if Dwayne Washington is sitting out there, you might as well pick him up for a couple bucks. Yeah. Um, I can't in good conscience tell you to pick up Ty Montgomery because that dude had chances, legitimate chances. Like, I don't know that it'll matter if he gets another chance. But I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting all of this to point 
of saying I would rather pick up Dwayne Washington than Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> well, it is funny too because with with Baltimore, it's like they lost this guy, they lost this guy, they lose this guy, they cut this guy, and then all of a sudden it's just Gus Edwards. And then well, I'm sorry, you corrected me a couple times last week with the apostrophe. What is it, Tyson Williams or Tyson? Tyson Williams. Tyson. <laughs> and so now it's Le'Veon Bell that they bring in, and mm. uh, it's just a mess. And the season hasn't even started yet. <laughs> no. Well, so a couple things on that. Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, um, he's probably going to be promoted to the 53-man shortly. Sure. Probably yeah, week you two. should expect that. There's yeah. no reason to put him on the practice squad if you're not. <laughs> well, that and um, as our patron pointed out, uh, Ruben, there's some um, contract stuff you can do where if a guy's not on your roster week uh, one, um, but he is on week two, that the contract's not doesn't have to be guaranteed, stuff uh, like that. Oh, uh, okay. And, and if I was Baltimore, I would not want to guarantee uh, Le'Veon Bell's contract after what I saw last yeah, year. Yeah, when you're signing a rap artist, you have to be careful. <laughs> Look, he is a hip-hop superstar. Yeah. Um, but he's – I guess if anyone's concerned about Tyson Williams um, or Gus Edwards because Le'Veon Bell's there, don't be. Don't, don't even worry <laughs> right. about it. Because honestly, don't I mean, worry about if you, even if you just look at it logically, they didn't run out and get Le'Veon Bell when J.K. Dobbins went down, right? Right. They went out and got Le'Veon Bell when Justice Hill went down. <laughs> so that's what they're looking at. They're like, dropping hey, like flies. We need a third running back, and that's all Le'Veon Bell is. Is he's a guy that can come in and he he knows about football. He used to be good at football, and he could probably um, help <laughs> he running said backs. It. He, he could explain to, to them. Yeah, he can tell them like how how they can be good at football, like Gus Edwards. While you know Gus Edwards can still physically do it, Lev Bell can give him pointers like, "Hey, when I was good, this is what I yeah. used to do. When I was good, this is what I used yeah. to do." Well, it is funny because we talk about all these players that some of them go down. We've had a lot of injuries in this offseason. We've had cuts that we weren't expecting and all that. But now we're one day away from kickoff of the NFL. So everybody's scrambling, maybe not Jeremy, because Jeremy, you were saying how you feel it, it took forever for this season. But for me, it feels like it just came up on me. So it's like I'm scrambling to set lineups. But so one of the topics we were going to talk about tonight is, you know, getting all your rosters ready, cutting <laughs> cutting some of those players off Dude. of the rosters, uh, picking up players that you never thought about picking up and then starting players you never thought about picking up. So, you know, when we were talking pre-show, Jeremy, you were commenting about you're going into some of your leagues where you have a few leagues where you have too many players and they're all good. You don't want to cut them to cut down to the roster limit. Yeah, no, no, not even bragging. I mean, I have teams where I could use some more help, but I do have several that are really competitive teams, you know, championship run teams, playoff teams perennially. And I have a couple rosters where I have to pare them down by midnight tonight. Um, well, in one of them, I have to drop six players by midnight tonight. And then another one where I have to drop three. And I'm, and that's with a few players on IR in each case. I mean, I have players that I can cut that, you know, someone's going to pick up as soon as I cut them and I can do it, especially the one with three, but the team is a, it's a Debbie team. And um, we can start three quarterbacks. It's crazy settings. I'm not going to cut a quarterback because starting two, they're, they're valuable as hell. Three gives you such a good edge um, in this league, and I want it because of that. But I have six players to cut, and I'm not kidding you. If I don't trade several of these guys away, I'm cutting guys that you'd plug into your starting lineup. Okay, not true. I can cut Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah, no, no worries. And Olamide yeah. Zacchaeus. 
Those, I, I can uh, cut those two guys. Amadeus. Rock me, Amadeus. <laughs> Rock me, Zacchaeus. Um, yeah. Anyways, like, uh, and there's probably a quarterback I can cut, but I don't want to. That still leaves me with three more cuts. And I have rookies promoted from Devi. You know, they're not on taxi in this league. And I'm, I'm seriously, like, scrambling to make trades because I neglected to make these cuts earlier. Mm-hmm. So that's my own fault. But, man, I mean, you can't just cut, like, Raheem Mostert and Kareem Hunt. You know what I mean? Well, so I'm hurting. Yeah, and Shane, when we, would, when we discussed this in the pre-show, we were discussing the different options that Jeremy has to be able to do this. You know, he could try to package two-for-one trades. He could try to work the taxi squad, uh, work his IR and everything. For you, you have so many teams. Did you find that you had this problem? And if you did, how did you handle this problem? Uh, no. Um, no, I mean, because I had a lot of a lot of guys. We talked about this last week at the bottom of the rosters where I bet wrong on the wrong uh, rookie. Wrong horse. I bet, yeah, I bet wrong on the, on the wrong uh, free agent, um, low-level guys. So, you know, I got a ton of – leagues where I was able to put Lynn Bowden on the IR right? or not a ton. That, that makes me feel awful. If I, say that. <laughs> you know I got, you a, have a, lot of I got a couple leagues where I could put Lynn Bowden on, you know, the IR, um, even though frankly, I could just cut him. Um, I have leagues with Justice Hill that just opened up some spots in some leagues um, because I was holding him for no particular reason, apparently. Um so I, I'm, I guess I'm lucky that <laughs> I, I, you know, I've been because of Dynasty Planet and my OCD, I've been purging the hell out of my rosters every week. Right. Like I go in there if I own a player in one roster, um, or excuse me, if I roster a player on just one team, there's a chance I'm looking to get rid of him. So what that did is that gave me some available space on some of my teams. Now, just so you know, I only have Darren Waller on like one team. I, I wasn't going to just cut him or. Uh, trade him away, right? Um, right. Whatever you know what I mean. I'll live with that. But when I have players like Tyrell Williams, and I'm like, eh, I only have him on one roster. Maybe I can move him for a fourth because he's not or a third. You know what I mean, or stuff like that. Well, but yeah, getting that's good. You got to do two for ones, and that, there was people trying to do that today to me. Someone offered me Ramondre Stevens, and might have been Tony Jones actually <laughs> for Zach Moss. And no, I mean, because I don't, well, actually it was the other way around. So they were trying to consolidate. (laughs) I was going to say. (laughs) They were trying to get Ramondre and Tony from me. Yeah, I was going to say, because I would have done that trade. (laughs) Yeah, and look, if if I needed to consolidate my roster, yeah, I would have made a move like that. Right. But not happily, because Zach Moss isn't really that much of an improvement either. Either of those guys, to be quite honest with you, I don't think his outlook is that much better than both of them combined. Right. And I do say, I do think this, like we're, we're down to the wire. So it might be a little bit more difficult for Jeremy to get something done to try to do some two for ones right now when we're only like a week out. Um, but, so but, long. but yeah, but even for you though, you need to do it by midnight tonight. So it's really desperation time for you. Um, I'm, I'm going three for one, baby. <laughs> Somebody's got to jump on this. Thing. Well, I mean, cause part of what you're saying is, is if you don't do something, you're just going to cut these guys and then other people are going to pick them up off of waivers. So, yeah. um, for me, I went into a lot of my leagues and uh, like I said, I played around with the taxi squad and I played around with, the the IR mm-hmm. and, and Jeremy and I joked around earlier that what you do is like 
maybe every two or three times a day, you go in and you click the IR button at the top just to see if any of your players pop up that you can move them over, you know? Because it seems like people are getting hurt on a daily basis, so you're able to do stuff like that. It's like a shell game. Um, Well, that, and you know, there's more... Um, there's more flexibility on NFL rosters now too. Now that they have the pup and the IR, and they have you know like these different different injury designations that you can pop someone on. And plus, you know, a lot of our commissioners um, are very I don't want to say lazy, but they they have it set up like if anyone's injured at all, you can basically put them on the IR. <laughs> um, well, you like know, it's gets on IR. Yes. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know what the settings are, but there's a lot of leagues where I'm like, wait, I can't put Cam Akers on you know the IR yet in this league, but in another league, like a guy's out for three weeks and I can put him on the IR. I'm like, all right, I'll take advantage of it. Just kick the can and make the decision later down the road. Here's yep. the other fun part, right? Um, if your commissioner hasn't bothered to actually put a hard cap on the settings, um, you know, where they're, you can't submit a lineup, um, you can just put like six guys on the IR, right? And then just go ahead and promote them when the season starts and just be over the limit um, until someone catches you. I'm not um, going to say I have never done that, but I have felt bad when i ever have done that i've never done it on purpose but there's been more than a few times where i've gone in the submit lineups and i've looked at my teams and i see the warning the warning's there but it's still letting me submit the roster but it's like you're only supposed to have 25 players and i'm like i have 38 players that's that's not right i should should drop some of these guys but yeah so if you can get away with it it's not cheating right isn't that that saying no it's still cheating but for me for me for me as a commissioner you know even with the with the hq leagues you know i've been so busy but i did get around to setting everything up but i've always made that setting because it's it's a setting in the system you just say you know if people have a violation they can't set a lineup you know um but i also always try to send out messages. I do think it's funny in our HQ leagues, when I send out a message saying, Hey, everybody, make sure your rosters are right and under the limit. I never call anybody out. I I just say it as a general yeah. thing, even if yeah. there's only one person. But I always love that when I do it, our listeners always call out Shane. <laughs> they always I say, do. They call <laughs> Yeah, so for some funny. people always assume it's me, and it's actually not. I know, oh, I know really? but it's so funny. Every time I do it, they always call out Shane. Because I always, um, like I said, I I'm, I have OCD, so I keep going on Dynasty Planet. So I've been on every one of my leagues at least seven times in the last week. So like I know leagues I needed That's to cut lot. down people. You know what I mean? Like I. I pay attention. I get the messages. Like I get the messages from outhouse. He sends it. He's like, Hey, everybody get your rosters down to 23. Right. What I do as soon as I get that message, I go into that league <laughs> on my phone and I open it up in my browser. And if I can do it right then and there, I will. And if not, I'll just save it to later. And then when I go get a cigarette later, so this is why smoking's good for you. Give oh, something to God, do. no, it's so not. Don't you, listen to it. It's not good for you. So when you, um, so when you go to smoke later or poop, whatever, <laughs> you can um, just go on that league page and then just take care of your roster. So I, usually, most of my roster rosters are in compliance. I don't. I have to do it too. Like as soon as I see the message, or I will mm-hmm. never get back to it. Yeah, really. Yeah. I, I I don't have time, and I, I'll forget if I don't note it. So I do like you, and I go in and I double check, and then I'm yeah. done. I I will say this. 
a lot of times when I send out that message, I'm working at the computer and I have sent out that message and I'll be in one of the leagues when I send it out and immediately Shane's name will pop up on the screen is coming in. Mm -hmm. So I have seen Shane do that. I just think it's funny when when people do call him out on it. Um, But Everybody just assumes I'm like this absent-minded professor or something. But look, I... I don't, I hate being that guy that gets the messages in the, the group me chats where it's like, you know, they name eight people like, Hey, dick face. Do you think you could maybe drop these 14 players? Cause you're yeah. over the limit. And, and they, they put your ad in at dynasty man. Yeah. See, H- I, at Shane is the worst. And you're yeah. like, damn it. I always, Everybody knows. I always do it generically where I say, Hey, listen, there's like four guys in, in HQ two that need to fix the rosters. Do it. You know, yeah, I don't, well, I don't call them to, out. And then I, I don't feel bad, but then I don't feel bad when it's like half the league, you know, yeah, yeah, half yeah. The league or more, I'm like, all right, no one was paying attention. It's all right. But <laughs> when look- you're the only guy, when you're the only guy that gets like, hey, Shane, um, so maybe you missed the emails and the um, the, when we said it in the group me chat, and also when I text you, but um, <laughs> could you get around to I doing text. that? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, sorry. I- I literally, when it is only one person, I even say that, hey, there's some teams and I don't say the one person, but whatever. No, don't do that, man. Put put them on blast. Nah, I'm not going to do that. But look, so one of the other things we were going to talk about is with the, the, the football starting and with the setting up lineups, we, we're going in and correcting our rosters, like you say, and everything, but we're also setting lineups. And for somebody like both of you guys, you guys have way more leagues than me. I have like 13 and I went to set up lineups today and I was just like, oh my God, I did three and I was like, forget it. I'm going to be on a plane all day tomorrow. I'll do it on a plane. But um, have you guys found that there's some like surprising players that you're putting in your starting lineup in week one? Like, like Jeremy, what's your most surprise? What, like, what, what player is like the most surprised player you have in your starting lineup? Well, like you, I've only set a few of my lineups so far, oh. so I have that work to do um, ahead of me. And um, I think it's it's looking at rookies and and thinking, man, am I going to need to start one of these guys that you know this week, week one? Because I don't want to have to do that. But I know there's got to be a couple places where I'm going to be debating whether I should start a rookie or not. Um, probably, I mean, at running back, it's a little bit different, but. Yeah, I, I can't answer that right now. Okay. I'm going to have to look. I'm going to have to uh, look. What about right you, now. Shane? Because Shane looked like he was ready to go right away when I said the question. Yeah, so there's there's three guys um, that kind of – and they're all low-end guys, obviously, but otherwise we won't be talking about it. We won't be like, oh, poor me. I have Lamar Jackson starting in 37 <laughs> Exactly. That's, exactly. My life's hard. Exactly. Um, I've got a little more Deshaun Jackson – uh, Boston really? Scott and Marlon Mack than I would like. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, you know, for the most part, these are all like final guys. Like they're the final one guy starting. Right. Cause it's like, uh, cause especially me, you know, I build my team's top heavy. Right. So sometimes the bottom can get a little ugly. Um, so there's, there's more than a few rosters where it's like, well, Deshaun Jackson, it is, I guess. Um, <laughs> Surprisingly, not a lot of Tyrell Williams. I saw I have him in a few leagues, but no, it's it's primarily Deshaun Jackson, Boston Scott, and Marlon Mack. And Marlon Mack, mostly because he's still on my roster because I was so into him last year before Detroit or not Detroit before Indianapolis um, drafted uh, Taylor, and then you know then then he blew his knee out as Achilles. Yeah. So, yeah, I couldn't trade him. Yeah, and I was like, well, I'm not cutting him. So I got a lot of Marlon Mack. That's like my running back three. Uh, yeah, not bad, man. We're in two. I'm in too many leagues where you got to start too many players. Yeah, like there's there's too many leagues where there's eleven and thirteen, and it's like this is 
this is torture. Why, why am I doing this to myself? I, I'm going to go look at one right now. So here's a 13 teamer running. Gun. I couldn't even oh, imagine. 11's okay. 13's a lot. Or, excuse of me, 13 starters. So you, you start out with Jalen Wirt, Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz. Feeling pretty good, right? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I just said yeah without even really listening to what he was saying. But yeah, Jalen Trey Hurts. Sermon. Not really. I'd rather have Derek Carr and Baker Mayfield. Trey Sermon at running back. You're like, oh, that's, yeah. that's not bad, yeah. you know. And then your other two running backs are like, hey, it's Boston Scott and James White. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> what are you receivers, you know, you start off. You like how you start. You're like, oh, AJ Brown, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson. Robert Woods, and then it's like, oh, and Curtis Samuel and Mike Williams. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that's the life of playing throughout leagues that have 13 starting spots. I, I will say this. For me, pretty much when I thought of this question, when we wrote it on the show sheet. Yeah, it's a good I, question, I, man. But I was thinking more along the lines where uh, when we were in the offseason and we're constructing our rosters and looking at our rosters, you have players on your roster that you think are depth. And you don't really think twice about them. And now we're going into the season. So for me, the biggest player for me was Gus Edwards. I had yeah. Gus Edwards on so many rosters, but in a million years in the offseason, I never thought that he'd be in my starting lineup in week one. And he's literally in my starting lineup in more than half of my rosters for week one. So that was somebody I was thinking about like that I didn't really consider. If you go towards the conversation that you just had, Shane, the way you're saying it um the player that i found that i've had to stick in some of my lineups because of those 11 starters and stuff was uh devonta parker like uh it it, it it turns out that i have him on leagues and when you get down to that last roster spot i'm like well shit who am i gonna put in yeah, and he man. ends up being the best one of the ones that are left and i just end up having him in so many different leagues but I was I was pretty much thinking about guys that we never really considered would start, and for me, it's Gus Edwards, big time. Well, here's a rebuilding team. This might be the worst lineup that I've ever put in in the history of my life. <laughs> yes, um, I'm putting in, and it's completely rebuilding. Uh, Zach Wilson, um, Justin Fields is sitting on the bench this week because of Andrew Dalton. Um, so I got Zach Wilson. Um, then at running back, uh, Boston Scott's the headliner. Whoa, um, yeah. Uh, Jordan Wilkins, uh, Daryl Williams, DJ Dallas. Um, we got Marquez Callaway, Devontae Parker, Chris Herndon, and Dal Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Now wait, you're trying to win, right? No, 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 no. no. no this is a this is a rebuilding team. This is the, the this is that goats versus pros uh, league where oh, I made the I playoffs gotcha. last year. And yeah. I still don't understand how it happened. So I completely blew that roster up. This team is going to go. Oh, and 17. This year. <laughs> and I don't know how that's happened because most fantasy leagues are only 14. Settings 14 are tough, years. man. You got to start 30 guys, but you're only allowed to roster 20. I still don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, one. I remember that league. That was a difficult one. You know, what is funny when you were saying about setting your, your lineup, Shane, and you're, you're reading off a couple good names and then you're like, Oh crap, then I got to do this. The, in, in almost all of my leagues, when I got to the wide receiver position, I was like, Oh, Stefan Diggs. Oh, Mike Evans. Like I have both of those guys in like almost every league. And then when you get past that, it's like, I had Kenny Galladay and it's like, 
right, do I still care that I'm putting in Kenny Galladay? I had like Devonta Parker. Do I still care about him? And then you start seeing like names like Greg Ward and Sterling Shepard. And oh, <laughs> you know, see, I, okay. So I'll, I'll fight you. Know, I'll, I'll push back a little bit on Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, I think, is going to be as long as Sterling Shepard's on the field, uh-huh. he's going to give you 11 to 15 points. Which again, it's not breaking the world record or anything, but he's going to give you production. Greg Ward, that type of player is that when you're going, oh shit, I might legitimately get a zero yeah. out of this position. Yeah, you so might. you don't want to yeah. put him in. But yeah. so, but when you get down to Sterling Shepard, then who do you like better, Sterling Shepard or Kenny Galladay? Or do you put both of those guys oh, in? Kenny Galladay. Kenny well, exactly. Galladay. And that's my I point. I, in, in pretty much every one of those leagues, I have Kenny Galladay. But this was prior to him coming over to the Giants. It's it's over I, the years. I would, is what I'm saying. I would start so. both. Well, not this week though, because actually I did a uh, start sit column uh, for fantasydata.com this uh-huh. week. Uh, remember, um, sign up for fantasydata.com using promo codes trades HQ. Save yourself a little money, um, and then you could read that start sit column that I wrote this week. And then the waivers, I'll be handling redraft waivers all season for them. Again, uh, fantasydata.com. Promo code trades HQ. Anyway, I did a start sit column for them this week <laughs> and actually noted that I would sit Galladay this week. Yes. But only because that Denver defense is really good. Um, and they just drafted Pat Sertain. You know, they added an excellent cornerback. And Galladay and uh, Danny Dimes haven't had any like game reps together. So right. this is not the week where I'm, I'm throwing them out there. Galladay is a guy I'm trying to trade. Yeah, I on a normal week, though, I, w- I would be okay with starting both of them, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't not, see a problem with it's that. It's not ideal, but uh, trust me, I I just read you off a roster where if I could start those two guys, uh, it would be incredible. But this week, I think you're right about yeah. starting Sterling Shepard over Galladay. See, it is interesting. We've just spent months and months talking about lots of different things, but now we're going into the season where we're really going to concentrate on players, concentrate on starting lineups, all that kind of stuff. And we, when we talk about our Patreons and we talk about our HQ crew, we talk about the different things that we get to do, like our Zoom parties and meeting up and everything. But but the other thing is there is some written content, Shane, right, that you give our Patreons. Yeah, and um, this year we'll, we'll be back on the, the horse again. So I'll be writing for fantasydata.com. Use promo code TradesHQ. <laughs> um, for them, I'll be writing the redraft. Um, for our Dynasty HQ patrons, though, going to hit some uh, Dynasty dynasty uh, waivers every week. And then, you know, maybe we might liven that up too throughout the year. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. But at a minimum, yeah, they'll get that once a week. Except for the weeks where it just doesn't matter. Like there's weeks, you know, where it's, it's week 13, literally no injuries, nothing's happened. I'm not going to write just to write to be like, guys, I gave you words. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to make sure that the information I'm giving to the patrons is useful. Do you um, remember those yeah. days? Do you remember those days? Write just yeah. to write words? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the crew's definitely going to get some waiver material all year too. Awesome. So look, we do have a bunch of trades here. And one of the cool things that we have now with our show is we have a sponsor for our trades. So before Shane yells trade alert, like he's done in the past, we have to talk about our sponsor for our trades, right, Shane? So who's the sponsor for the trades? ThriveFantasy.com. Um, go to ThriveFantasy.com. Use promo code DTHQ. Um, use promo code 
DTHQ deposit $50 or more to receive the following. Ooh, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100 and one free ticket to both of their Thursday night football $20,000 contest and their NFL week one Sunday $100,000 contest. Go sign up for thrivefantasy.com using promo code DTHQ. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, uh, this show will be dropped tomorrow, which will give everybody still another 48 hours till that Thursday game starts. So get in there and uh, use our promo code and sign up uh, for a Thursday night thing. That would be awesome. Uh, it, it is so exciting that football's here already. I, I just can't wait to watch. Uh, oh, and especially it's Tampa. You know, it's Tampa against Dallas. So it, it's going to be fun for at least for me, Thursday night. I, I want to see that game. So it looks like our first trade on here. Trade alert. <laughs> I never heard the pause in between the two words. So, all right. So good. You yelled trade alert. And you're going to have to read this to me because it looks like you used the smallest font that's ever been written ever on a show. Never used. Yeah, I used Sanskrit uh, number two. Yeah, it looks like it. So what is this trade? And you're right, right, Jeremy, it should be smallest used, not written. <laughs> smallest oh, used. No, just... Anyway, so uh, ooh, in the Scott Fish uh, Capitalist Pigs 3 League, um, I don't know if you guys are going to like this trade, but I gave up Aaron Rodgers, Tyler Lockett, and what I got back was uh, Derek Carr, David Montgomery, and Michael Gallup. Jeremy? I like the volume out of Montgomery. Lockett's getting old. Aaron Rodgers, man, I don't know. If you want, if you need a running back, right? David Montgomery's supposed to eat like he did last year, maybe even more. Then, you know, there's not much to worry about behind Montgomery if he's healthy. But man, Aaron Rodgers versus Derek Carr. I'm gonna yeah. take Rodgers and Lockett. I I feel like I could trade the two of them separately, Rodgers and Lockett, and maybe come up with a a running back for the Rodgers trade that I like better than Montgomery, maybe, or a couple Rodgers and Lockett for somebody better than Montgomery. I don't know. Uh, I, I, it's okay, man, but I, I can't do Aaron. I can't do Aaron Rodgers like that. He deserves it, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, you're right about him deserving it. But, uh, you know, for me, I have noticed that I start looking at these trades with my Shane Manila glasses on, and I know how badly Shane's been wanting David Montgomery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like I know, I mean, especially for me trying to get him off of me on HQ1. So I know that there'd be this kind of, uh, influence maybe in his mind that, hey, at least he's getting that. You know, without knowing the rest of your roster, Shane, I think that especially if you needed a running back, you know, maybe I would take that running back side because I'm not saying that Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers are on the same level, but right. what would the difference be in the points that you get from Aaron Rodgers and the points that you would get from Derek Carr and David Montgomery based on what your roster setup right. is? So my other running backs, um, I, don't, I don't even know what's the best, the worst, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, J.D. McKissick, uh, Tyson Williams, uh, Mark Ingram, and Philip Lindsay. 
Okay, see, so that's the point. So a trade like this you have to make and you have to give maybe a better player in one side to be able to get a player that you need in your raw in your lineup. And like right. I was saying, the, the difference in the points between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and David Montgomery may not be that huge. The two wide receivers, I don't know how they'll work out, which one will get you more points or whatever. Oh, Carr and but, Montgomery will outscore Rodgers. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So right. in that case, I would look at it like, okay, if you're looking like what Jeremy's saying, Jeremy was saying, right. I guess what I, I heard you saying, Jeremy, is that you think he could have got more for Rodgers than what he got. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it just depends. I, I would look at that, you know. Um, I certainly don't worry about Tyler Lockett with the age and stuff. I, where I own him, I, I'm trying to move him because he's he's at a, a high level right now, right? right? He's not going to get any higher. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I would evaluate it the same way that, you know, he needs the points. He doesn't have any running backs right. without David Montgomery that you can count on week to week anyway. And then looking at this, then that just shows people that, you know, hey, you may have this blue chip player at one position, but if you've got nothing at these other positions, you might have to move that blue chip player to get multiple pieces to be able to fill in those other spots. So, yeah, so this is like the best argument I've heard from you in a while, man. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Thank I'm probably going to change my <laughs> change my answer. It's the math of Aaron Rodgers plus, I guess, Philip Lindsay. I guess that's who I would have started. <laughs> yeah. Versus Eric Carr and uh, David Montgomery. Exactly. And then, yeah, Tyler Lockett, Michael Gallup. I mean, Lockett might outscore him this year, but there's still the hope that Gallup is going to be a free agent next year. Well, that, there's not hope. He will be a free agent next year, so there's hope he's going to go somewhere else, or maybe the Cowboys will ask Amari Cooper to go away. Um, <laughs> either either way, for Gallup. Uh, you know, so it's funny. Jeremy, the next trade that he has on here, I, I laugh by looking at it just based on your comment that you made a few minutes ago when he when Uh-oh. he mentioned Jalen Hurts. So, <laughs> Shane, what's that? Both of you guys just made a really funny face. I wish I was recording the screen right there. But, but Shane, tell everybody about this Jalen Hurts trade. Okay. In <laughs> HQ something, um, I gave up Matthew Stafford. And Giovanni Bernard, uh, the Tampa Bay uh, running back who will be a third down back. And I got uh, Jalen Hurts and a 2022 fourth (laughs) because, sure. Why? Jeremy looks like something smells in the room that he's in. Look at it. The first trade you made, Mike, was all like, dude, this makes so much sense. You have no running backs, and you just got David. I get all the carries, Montgomery and Carr, and and we're thinking, hey, you're probably going to score more points than the guys you traded away, even. Probably. And and that's a good trade. And then you go and you move my guy, Matthew Stafford, who just went to the Rams. It might be the best opportunity he's ever had. to showcase how good he is. Giovanni Bernard, who is now catching passes from the greatest quarterback, maybe of all time, in Tom Brady, who certainly throws it to the running back and can use old-ass Giovanni Bernard for a fourth and Jalen Hurts. If that doesn't say I've always been and will forever be a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I don't know what does. Jalen Hurts. totally a homer trade. Jalen Hurts has top five quarterback upside because of his rushing ability. All he needs to do is throw for 200 yards a game, and rush for like 60. That's all. <laughs> uh, and Jeremy, when you do say that about comparing the other trade, I'll go back to putting on my Shane Manila glasses and trying to make a guess here without knowing Shane's roster, where Shane is 
when he just said that thing about the upside, sure, there's upside, but he gets a quarterback with upside and a fourth round pick, and he gives away two players from his starting lineup. So she a young quarterback too. Like, right. I mean, so, but, quite a bit younger than Matthew Stafford. Right? And and so my thought is that he's looking at this team where he's like building something, not necessarily for this year, but maybe for he's trying to lose and raise the value of his <laughs> picks. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm not saying he's trying to lose, but I'm saying based on the fact that he gets a four also that he's looking more towards the future in this roster than in the points that he might get this year. Um, Jalen Hurts is going to outscore Matthew Stafford this year and throughout the duration of his career. And the fourth round picks you heard it here first, folks. Giovanni Bernard too. Well, you might not have heard it here first, but Shane's <laughs> going out on a limb here. Uh, fourth round that. pick. So this is the only time when it's acceptable to um, take picks right like third and fourth rounders i just want to put that out there why anyone because third and fourth rounders are so absolutely valueless um in real player capital that you should never trade a player for those picks like just never if someone offers you a third for andy dalton you hold on to andy dalton uh, but I disagree, though. There, well, you, you're wrong. Well, it's okay. What do you mean I'm wrong? There, there's plenty of times. Shane, First Shane of all, actually just learned this in like the past year because what he just said was not something Shane would have said like a year or two ago. Yeah, but but wait. You got to give him credit. What he's saying is pretty accurate. Like he means standalone value of that pick isn't going to be worth what you may as well just hold on to Andy Dalton for. But I'm wrapping it back to the beginning of the freaking show when we were talking about fixing your rosters and stuff like that and trading players for fourth-round picks or fifth-round picks. You know, there's been plenty I, okay. of times. So, okay, so, yeah, everything's not always either or. Right. If you're in a situation where your choices are, I can cut this player or get a fourth-round draft pick, and those are my only options, yes, you, you should get the fourth-round draft pick. Okay, but so you're saying it's like right, if you're if you're you're lost at sea, right? And your only option is to drink the seawater. Oh okay, God. you drink the seawater. I mean, it's going to kill no, you. you but, don't. Uh, no, you don't drink the seawater. Okay, never mind. Look, nice. it's, it's first of all, first of all, you guys both know that I trade all my picks away all the time. I get yeah. rid of all my picks all the time, and I get them back during the freaking draft. Even right now, Jeremy and I are are we just finished up a, a rookie draft today? It finished, and and I had traded away all my picks, and I just bought my way back into this draft. And then, and then, even fourth and fifth round picks, where in a, in when we always joke around that they're worthless. Uh, today, there was a couple players that I still wanted, so I was throwing fab money for a fourth and fifth round pick. So there are times when you would trade those away for players during the season too. That was my only point. Is you said Four right players. now, but you said right now is the only time to trade for a fourth and fifth round pick. And I was saying there's other times too. Yeah, That's yeah no. Uh, if you're trading for a player, I think it's always, it always makes sense. Again, and except in Jeremy's situation where you have no choice, where it's literally I need to cut a guy or take yeah, nothing. Yeah. Like something is always better than nothing. You're just right. saying yeah. as an ancillary right. piece, but you yeah. justify. But that. yeah, but it like, like you know when I got burned last year and I changed traded James Robinson for a couple threes after week one. There was no purpose to that. Even if he would have bottomed out after that, even if he didn't produce as a, a an elite running back last year, that trade still wouldn't have been any good because two thirds don't help you in any way whatsoever. And one hundred percent. And I was I was right there telling you that I didn't agree with that then. And I'm not telling you right now that it is a good thing. I was just going against what you were saying, where you're saying 
today is the only day that it's worth it because there are other times that it's worth trading for those players. But uh, I still agree. No, I no for the picks. You said you said it's a good time to trade. You you wouldn't trade for fourth round picks, is what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I'll, as a throw-in, it's fine, yeah. yeah, but yeah. If someone were like, hey, uh, I'll give you a third for Andy Dalton, I'll be like, right. well, no. Yeah. I don't care about that third, and I will keep Andy Dalton. Now, if you want to give me a second for Andy Dalton and a third, that's a different conversation, and we can make that happen. Right, and Jeremy, you're right, though. It goes back to what you said when he just said this, that that is not something he would used to say in the past. He always well, said, he, well, if you don't evolve, you die. And he evolves based on some of the things that we've said. So uh, uh, I've always been up for trading. Get rid of all those picks and get players you can start in your lineup. Um, so, look, we don't have any trades left because the other trade on Absolutely the show nothing. sheet— the show sheet we talked about at the beginning of the show, this trade, and we just talked about the trades that Jeremy, that I was making in this draft right now, I threw a bunch of fab money around. So um, we're going to wrap this up and go do a Patreon show. But before we do, I just want to say, you know, we've had a lot of fun this off season and everything, but now we're going into the regular season. So there's going to be a lot more conversation on the show based on individual players, based on what's happening every week, based on who you should start, who you should sit. We also have a whole bunch of guests that we've met, especially uh, at, at the expo. We met a lot of great people that have all agreed to come on the show. So we've got a lot of interesting people coming on. So this season's going to be a really fun season for our show. And we're going to try to do some different stuff. And we're going to let you guys know that a little bit when we get closer to it. But before we do all I'm that... I'm going to spoil one. I'm no, going to make a trade no. of dancing picks. Naked trading. So every week... I'm just going to put out a video of my interpretive dancing. Oh. Um, and you're going to have to figure out what it means. And that's who I'm saying start. It is close to what he said. There is a part of that statement that is true, but only a part of that statement is true. But in the meantime, <laughs> uh, tell everybody about our Patreons, Shane. Uh, come become a patron because it's more awesome than not being a patron. Um, you get better at the fantasy footballs because you got people to balance ideas off of. You got people to stop you from making mistakes. You know, <laughs> sometimes you go in there and you go, guys, I, you know, I kind of need someone to tell me not to do this because I want to do this. And you, you'll put it out in the, the patron chat and then 75 people will give you <laughs> a, a detailed explanation as to why it's incorrect. You know, some there might be some dissenting views coming from another 50 or so people. But you know what I mean? At least you have someone to bounce ideas off of. Uh, you get to listen to the bo- po- podcast. Yeah. Bonus podcast every week at this. You get the uncensored version of this. Going to get some written content, some video content, audio content, all types of content content and swag (laughs) yeah and the swag is different than a dynasty trades hq swag it says the hq crew so but the dynasty trades hq swag you can get at our store jeremy yes you can you can get all kinds of cool swag at the store dthq.storeenvy.com shirts hats stickers mugs much much more and uh while i keep saying this show after show we definitely do have new things coming to the store be talking with mike and shane about that and we will feature them and tweet them out. All right, cool. Like that thong we were talking about. Um, and then <laughs> also check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. And, uh, you know, follow all of us Shane at Shane's the Worst, Dynasty Madman, and FF Blitz. Also check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Give us a rate and review. And uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. 
Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Say goodbye, Shane. Bye, Shane.